welcome back. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to Dear Mama. I'm Shy. And I'm Bella. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. Yes. Um, I found her on Clubhouse, y'all. And ever since, I, like, follow everything (laughs) that she does at this point. (laughs) And I'm just like, I have to let the world hear from her also. Um, So she's the founder of uh, Bodacious Black Woman and the creator of the Ignite Your Midlife Mojo program, um, Miss Linda. Hey! What's going on, beautiful people? Are you ready to ignite your mojo? Are you fired up <laughs> and ready to go? Yes. yes. I have been so excited to, once, you know, you got the invitation and accepted, I was just like, yes, okay, let's do this. Like, I, you guys are in for a treat. Pretty much. Yes. And, um... As we told you guys last week, to to refer back to that um, tradition versus passion episode, um, where we we were pretty much just talking about our thoughts and the way we felt about pursuing um, your passion and your following your dreams, um, opposed to just working a nine to five until you retire and you know, that's it. And so we got a, a response from a caller. Um, and we're just going to go ahead and play that sound. Okay. 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 So my question is, at what point or is there a point that you decide that pursuing your passion um, is over and it's time for you to switch to the quote unquote traditional um, in other words, uh, do you get, do you have in your mind like a set age, like 65 or 70 that you decide, well, okay, pursuing my passion didn't work. Now I'm 65 or 70 and I need to switch to the traditional and you don't have the quote unquote 401k to fall back on to take you through the rest of your life. Uh, so I guess I'm just wondering, do, in your mind, do you have a set goal of a time frame, or you just continue pursuing your passion and you just pray that it works out. But yeah, so the question is basically like, is there a time frame? Like when, when in your life do you realize that, okay, I got to stop following my passion and go with the traditional, basically just get a, a job and start a 401k so that I can have something in my later years to live on right after I've used all of my time so Miss Linda how would you respond to that question well I think methodology is king queen sister mother daughter brother mama daddy everything so for me I walked away from a a, 30-year career doing hair. I had a salon and I moved to Atlanta October 2020. However, one of the reasons why I was able to do that and now fully, fully, fully walk into 
what I do believe is my purpose, life coaching, right? Mm -hmm. Is because I use my quote unquote day job or business or whatever you want to call it as my investor into my dream, right? So that when I walked away from that to truly move into my purpose, I was able to do that, not being strapped, not being financially, you know, in the doghouse or anything like that. So what I recommend to people to do, because my jam is Black women over 50, uh, teaching them how to gain the confidence and the courage and the clarity to reinvent themselves and regret-proof their lives, is I always advise stack your chips as you are moving into reinventing yourself because what you don't want to have is the stress of financial insecurity as you are trying to move into the next phase of your life because financial woes will wear you down will bring you down and hijack your dream so that's why i say method how you do what you do is as important as what you want to do So I would never advise anyone to um, not have that quote unquote backup plan. I know some people say, no, you got to throw caution to the wind. I I don't agree with that. I do agree that at some point you've got to move like every uh, week, every quarter, you're moving closer and closer to your goal because some people are 10 years in still holding on to that, to that, um, that job or what have you. At some point you do have to move into it, but but the stress of not knowing how you're gonna really create your dream and being broke, that's that's just too much. And that is why I truly believe that most people don't get to where they wanna go is because of the finances. You know what I mean? And at some point you're like, you know what, this is not gonna work. I'm, I'm just gonna have to go back to get a job or whatever that is. So that's why I was able to do, because for me, I was, I was, oh no, I was coaching and trying to um, run the salon and manage and all that type of stuff. And it, it got to be too much. Right. Well, I agree with you um, when you say you feel like pretty much that's why a lot of businesses fail mm-hmm. because of finances. And that is why that is a major component of what I teach with business credit mm-hmm. because you don't want to trade the time for the money I also feel like you're not going to always be in a or in your ideal financial situation when trying to build a business mm-hmm. but I also don't think there is an age where you should just give up on it no and and here's the thing you have to tweak your dream sometimes see a lot of people want their dream to be specific how they had it in their mind since the time they were 15 now if you started there or the 20 30 and now you 57 well first of all you don't have the same body that you had when you initially had this dream so let's say you want to be a ballerina that's probably not going to happen however you can open up a dance school and depending on how how much you want to give to the community and and 
And if you can get a nonprofit going or however you want to do it, you can get people to sponsor you. You could go get a, a dance studio in, in, a, in an area where um, the children may not have access to that normally. Right? right. And then help somebody else get their dream and maybe see them get on the on the stage at the dance theater Harlem. You see what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree with that. I'm like, like if it needs to be tweaked, it needs to be tweaked. But I am not for, okay, well, at some point, you know, it's it's just not happening and you just need to get a job. Like, no, I completely disagree with that. And and your why, see, that's that's what's more, 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 more important than anything is your why. Because when you really want to do something, it gets done. I, I remember seeing, and you guys might remember this, there was a show and it talked about extraordinary people and and it was this one lady and she was black and kind of petite and somehow the car flipped over and she was able to get out but her baby was in the car and she heard her baby crying and this little woman was able to you know not like lift up the car like the hulk but she was able to maneuver that car in such a way where she could get her baby out now under ordinary circumstances she might not have been able to lift 50 pounds right but because right. her why was strong enough and she heard her child crying she was able to do what she needed to do to get her child out of that car so for a lot of us you know let's be clear when we say um, throwing in the towel. See, throwing in the towel isn't an option for me. That right. That is never an option. Some things have got to be non-negotiable if it's going to happen. So when a person starts saying to me, um, you know, talking like that, I then question what is the why? The why isn't strong enough. And we have right. to, we have to have some self-awareness here too. That's good. I I really like the what is your why? Like, you know, why do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. And if it's strong enough, because I know in my lifetime, and I'm 51 years old, in my lifetime, I've wanted to pursue, like I've been passionate about several things. <laughs> I've been passionate about several things and and you know, a few things that I'm still very passionate about. Um, but some that I've given up on, and I guess my why wasn't strong enough for me to to continue. To no, it wasn't strong enough. So Don't guess. It wasn't. That, that's, um, that's correct. Great. I like that. Mm -hmm. And see, that's the point. That's the, the part that, you know, that's that that brutal honesty that that we don't want to confront. Right. Because then it then it begs the question, OK, so then how bad do I really want this and what am I willing to sacrifice? Because that's another component that we we don't want to talk about is the sacrifices that it takes to get to where mm. you want to be. See, it's the why and then it's the sacrifice. The why just gets you started. That's like if you run in a race and, and you're down and you're in that little thing in your feet and they say, get ready, mark, go. The gun goes off, right? That's the first step. That's what gets you started is when you hear that gun and you come out of the blocks, right? But what keeps you running, mm. right? 
What actually keeps you running? And that's where so many of us fall short. We can get out of the starting block. But but as you run in them laps, like if you ever watch the Olympics, some of that stuff, it takes you four or five times to go around yeah. that lap. So by the halfway mark, most people give up. By the first lap, it's a wrap. But there's tons of people who said they wanted to run in the Olympics or play doing this or doing that or all these other things until they found out, oh, I'm going to have to do step one. Gosh, it's like 20 steps to this. And then it's not a guarantee. Oh, Lord. And that's the stinking thinking that we got to crush because that keeps most people from finishing the game, whatever the game is. What do you, how do you, what am I trying to ask? What do you recommend for people who get to that point where they realize, oh, you know, this is way more than what I thought it was going to be, or this is taking more out of me than then I planned for it too. And they just give up because I know there are times when I get really, really discouraged in doing the things that I'm, that I'm currently doing and I keep going. And I was just like, no, I got to keep doing this because you know, this is what I want to do. And I keep going, but like, what, what do you say to those people who get to, that discouraging point and decide, you know, this is way too much. You know, we go back to the why, you know, a lot of people don't even know why they want what they want. So I would recommend, you know, journal it out. Like, why do you want fill in the blank? Most people really, you know, it's real surface stuff. But I'm saying go beneath that. What is it that you really want? I I got on the road to life coaching, right? Um, And and your passion will usually lead you to your purpose. It's up to you to open up the door and walk through. So I've always been passionate about people, always been a social person. So when I look back over my life, I realized, oh my gosh, I was a I was a stylist, salon owner, surrounded by people, surrounded by women, right? And as I got older, they got older. And it was my 49th birthday. And I'm going to get, this is coming back to your question. My 49th birthday is when I became functionally depressed because I didn't want to turn 50. But now we're going to dig a little deeper, right? Was it just the number 50 that, that was bothering me? No. As I journaled it out, I realized that I didn't want to turn 50 because I felt insignificant. And I felt insignificant because there were four major areas in my life. I was living my life through the checkbox system, Mm -hmm. checking boxes off as I went through life. And there were four major areas that were not checked. I wasn't a mother. I had never had children. I wasn't a girlfriend or a wife, still wasn't married. I, um, at 49, I was not a salon owner. I had been doing hair for 23 years, but I had never even opened a salon. And I wasn't a homeowner. So when you really dig beneath the surface and get down to the crux of the issue, that's when you can really 
begin to answer those questions. So it wasn't that I really didn't want to turn 50. It was I felt insignificant. I felt like um, life was passing me by. I felt like I, I was running out of time to do the things that I wanted to do. And once I had those right in front of me, I got brutally honest with myself. I was able to make a decision as to is this where I want to stay or where do I want to go from here? And so most people don't ask themselves those questions. They don't dig deep enough to really see what it is that they really want. I wanted to feel significant. That was what led me to uh, going to the seminars and going to the retreats and reading the self-help books, eventually getting me a life coach myself and realizing that I wasn't giving myself permission to really do these things I wanted to do because giving myself permission meant I had to change up some things. And I really wasn't ready to change. I really wasn't ready to change. Because you got to change. Right. And we talked about doing that shadow work last on last week's episode where you had to, to look down within yourself. Why, you know, why were you upset? Or why, what reasons do I have to pick up and, and push forward? And yeah, that is extremely important. And, that, and I feel like that goes back to um, the caller's question with it being um, the passion versus the traditional way or the Western um, work to you die way um, of thinking if it's your passion or your purpose something that you're actually passionate about that you love to do um, and it's not um, really to fulfill those surface things like a lot of people just want to be and do certain things just for money and that's not your passion if that's the only reason that you're doing it um, but if it is then I feel like you won't give up on it because it's going to continue to burn inside of you. Yes. And see, that is where people, the rubber meets the road. See, when you think of people like um, Viola Davis, she's a perfect example. She went into an industry that glorifies beauty. She went to an industry that glorifies light skin, green eyes, and curly hair if you are African-American. She went into an industry where um, dark skin right. is not celebrated. She did all that. But check this out. Her why was so strong that she played maids. She played sidekicks. She did all these roles. And this is somebody who graduated from one of the most prestigious um conservatories in the world, the Juilliard, right? That's that's like, you, you've got to be gifted to go there. So now she had to play all these roles that basically somebody could have walked in off the street and played. Like how talented right. do you have to be to play a maid, right? However, because her why was so strong, she said, well, what I'm going to do, and this is exactly what she did, is I'm going to play the best damn maid that I can. I'm going to be the best sidekick that I can be. And I'm going to get noticed for my excellence, which is why 
in her late 40s showing how you can re how you can reinvent yourself and regret proof your life she became um how to get away with murder she was in her late 40s when she got that and that was the first time she was seen as a woman of substance and style and sexy but her why kept her in the game and that is what most people are missing you don't walk away from your why you just don't you don't throw in the towel on your why you don't make excuses for your why your why wakes you up fired up and ready to go and you go to sleep still on fire you just have to like deep breathe and and get yourself in a place where you can relax because that's right. just how on fire you are and if you don't have that fire it's not gonna work yeah that it just reminds me of was it in proverbs your gift your gift will will make room for you like your Mm-hmm. You, people have talents. People can use their talents to do any and everything. Everybody is talented at something. But if it is a gift, mm-hmm. a God-given gift, it will make room for you. So when you do that thing, that thing that you're so gifted at, it, it opens doors. And Viola Davis is a perfect example mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And and another thing, too, is is... is I do believe we get confused because yes, we do have gifts, but the most talented person, unfortunately, I don't think we really get to see all the time because they might not want to practice. They might not want to do their voice lessons. They might not want to, you know, do those things. So while I agree that your gifts will make room for you, but I'm going to flip it a little bit. You've got to make room for your gifts right as well, well you definitely have to put in the work you can't just be gifted and you know step out on stage and, you know expect a standing o at the end of the at the end of the show you've got to put in the work and that's with anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when when people will ask me like you know, well, Linda, um, it was easy for you and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And you just all this and that to me, they've already failed because instead of them saying, well, gosh, if Linda could do it, like I had a lot of people saying, well, girl, you're going to just walk away from the salon. Girl, you don't even know. And this and that. And I moved. I was in California. I moved all the way to Atlanta, Georgia at 50 at 57 years old because i said i have to walk my talk i can't be out here telling people you can reinvent yourself and you can regret proof your life and Mm -hmm. i didn't do it you see what i mean so you you have to be the example and at the end of the day ladies you have to bet on yourself you got to have faith in yourself you have to trust yourself and you got to love yourself. I mean, it's a lot of self-love that goes into you being able to um, be, do, and have all those things. Because when you when you really, truly believe that you deserve it, that pushes you too. And so there's inner work that has to be done as we are on the road or on the journey or on the path to our next best life. There's diff- it's like in the Wizard of Oz, 
yes, Dorothy and all of them finally got their stuff, but they went on a journey. They had to go through right. some things to get there. And then at the end of it, the wizard was this little bitty man on some milk crates. So that just goes to show you that sometimes those fears and all that right. is fantasy yeah. that we just put in Keeping our us head. from our ultimate goals. Right. Right. And so I moved knowing I was going to be okay because I had done the inner work. Because the inner me was the enemy. We can say it was the childhood, what this one did, that one did. How come these other people can 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 move through life? How how was Oprah able to get over having a baby that died and being molested and all that right. to be who she is today? Right. Right? So you got to go through some stuff. So you need to tone up your stick to muscles and and get in the gym of life and and build up your endurance and your commitment and your determination and your perseverance and your resilience all of these are muscles that if we don't work them out how how do they get stronger that's yeah that's good you can't be comfortable and and a conqueror at the same time it just don't work like that <laughs> you gotta pick, and so, <laughs> pick and so, it doesn't miss linda let me ask like okay so when you were doing the work and working on yourself reinventing yourself um what about your support mm -hmm. system your family and your friends like what 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 were they telling you what were they saying mm. well they i don't even know if you want to know what they were saying but let's let's just put it this way most people have made a decision that they are just going to be a status quo-holic, that they are going to take the road most traveled instead of blazing their own trail, that they are not going to have the guts to march to their own drumbeat. Most people are conformists. Most people are comfortable being ordinary and mediocre. Most people are deathly afraid of really giving mm. life their all because they would have to leave some people behind. And so they settle. They don't rise up to their level of genius. But the problem with that becomes when you know that you are destined for more, like I knew this, and that was part of my problem was living yeah. beneath my level That's of genius. Right I there. knew I was. That's it right it there. was no question. But it's the guts to be great. That it takes guts to be great mm. and not everyone has mic it. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, mic drop. For real, for real. Because I know, like, we talk about this all the time. Like, you know, our family and friends, or we have family and friends, not all of them, you know, they look at us and be like, you know, y'all just really just need to get a job. And I even had a woman really close to me help bring me up, help me become this woman that I am from a baby, tell me right, you know, before mm -hmm. I turned 50, you know, you damn near 50 years old, you need to 
you know, get you a job and so you can get a pension. So, you know, when you get 65, 70, you can retire. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was heated. You know, I was so angry. I've never been angry at this woman ever. Like, like I said, she brought me up. She helped raise me. And I've never been angry at her the way I was. I was so mad. I got in my car and I left, like in tears, so mad. Called Bella. She was the first one I called, like, you will not believe, blah, 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 blah. I was just angry because how dare you tell me that this is what I have to do. Right. Because you didn't step out on faith. You didn't believe in yourself. You didn't have that burn on the inside of you Mm -hmm. you can't tell me what I should do with my life but you know why they do do that right they they didn't see the the greatness in themselves and not just that though they were there when you started and they watched you blow up so they know because see what we have a tendency to do is lie to ourselves and say oh no that wouldn't happen for me and this this and this but then you got somebody right right there with you who y'all started together all this so if if she could do it you could do it so they're reminded Mm -hmm. every single day that that uh that shy and bella figured it out so I can't say that it's unfigure outable anymore because they did it. So if they can convince you guys that this is BS and that you need to come over there with them, then they won. Because instead of them rooting for you and just saying, well, girl, I just didn't have the guts to be great. Because see, it's hard to say that, but that's the life they live in. The, right. I didn't have the guts to be great life. If they said it, that might jumpstart something. If they just got in the mirror and said, I don't have the guts to be great. Let that sink in and and, and, and deal with that. But we don't say those things. We just live that mediocre life and drink it away or gamble it away or sex it away or uh, travel it away. We, we, we let life distract us so that we don't really what have to deal with what's so really going miserable. on. Like they get up every day nine o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever and get ready and go on this job where that they absolutely positively hate and they mm-hmm. and they are miserable yep and i mm-hmm. but you know they can do it right because they're surrounded by a whole bunch of other people who absolutely hate their jobs too and so they just absolutely hate their jobs all together go to happy hour drink their sorrows away and do it again wow. That's what that's the life. Y'all, I hope y'all are recording this. Right. Taking notes, got your notepad. <laughs> You're right. Get your notepad. Well, Miss Linda, we appreciate this. Oh, y'all yes. Y'all gotta get your mojos, honey. Right. Whether you're in midlife or not, because mm-hmm. Bella is in midlife. You know, she's she's early 30s and she is, you know, really getting on the path of of her life where I'm midlife. And that's, that's and I got my mojo. I couldn't wait mm-hmm. for 50, Miss Linda. I <laughs> I journaled on Facebook for a hundred days before I turned 50. Um, 
about my life, my entire life for the world to see. Yeah. All of my Facebook friends saw exactly, like I couldn't wait because I knew that at 50, that my life was just gonna be all of that. I have been happy since 50. <laughs> like my 50s, my 50s were oh, okay. the bomb. And I, I spoke it and I am walking in it. And so I am so excited for you because that's really how it should be. Um, and it wasn't like that for me. And but but what I am so proud of myself right. is I didn't yeah. lie to myself. And see, that's what we gotta stop doing. I I knew I was depressed, I knew I didn't want to turn 50, and I just really, you know, I had an aha moment. And it's not until we can get not just honest, not just honest, but brutally honest with ourselves. Because we can lie to the other people, but when you lie to yourself, that's a problem. And you can't make yourself that's a problem. believe the lie. Well, that's when the drinking and the smoking and the sexing and the disses and the that and the, you know, everything but staying, getting quiet with yourself. Now, God forbid you, you notice those people, you ever notice people that just always be on the phone, just always talking yeah. and distracting <laughs> themselves? Because God forbid if they put the phone down and actually have to just deal with the thoughts in their mind. So they just constantly keep keep stuff from going on. Always calling, girl, you want to do this? This is before the pandemic. No, I do not. Because I'm over here strategizing on how I'm going to continue living my best life or what other things I can do to um, live right. my life like it's golden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have time for that. And that's another thing that can happen as you start um, really tapping into who you are and getting you right. You just don't have time for people. You're just like, girl, no, I don't want to come look at Netflix and eat popcorn. I'm trying to design right. my destiny over here. And most times, I know for, for Bella and I, um, Bella and me, we we don't. I don't even discuss what I'm working on un until I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Until I'm ready to unveil it. That's kind of how you have to be at this point. Like I used mm -hmm. to be one who would like share for the mm -hmm. people around you to support and whatever. But no, you you cannot birth anything until it's ready. Like period. For all types of reasons. Mm -hmm. but Make sure you prepare yourself, um, like Miss Linda said, having that strategy, the methodology, like you need to have a plan when tackling um, your passion or what your passion is. And then when you, those other things, the lack of support, the finances, all of that other stuff, that can be solved with just knowing exactly what needs to be done. But the inner work, I feel like, is the main thing. Correct. Yeah, it is. The main, girl, say that I again. feel like nothing went right until it's like, I told myself the truth. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, and more yes. And here's the thing, you know, we, meaning uh, women of color, black women in specifics, you know, we we really got to 
just do do some things differently when it comes to that mind work because our grandmothers and our mothers you know they didn't have that and so they did the best they could with what they had and a lot of times they just prayed things away and you know and, and i think that's awesome no, nothing wrong with prayer but prayer and the therapist a prayer and a right. coach is a formidable formidable yeah, team and all this what stays and what goes on in the house mm -hmm. stays here. No, sometimes and you, you need to talk to somebody. Right. right. Yes. Right. You, that's, that's you do. Kills. It does kill. That's why we got so much high blood pressure and all this stuff. Because instead of dealing with stuff, we go <laughs> eat some macaroni and cheese and this and that. When you need yeah. to talk, stop that food. It's killing you. It is not answering your questions. It's not giving you clarity. It's not, you know helping you forgive it's not helping you, you do any find that somebody to talk to get you a therapist get you a life coach yes and that's what really this whole ignite your midlife mojo is about because too many you know too many of us especially as we move up the ladder of life Start feeling hopeless. Start feeling like literally like life is passing by. I have a group, Bodacious Black Women Over 50 on Facebook. And one of the questions I ask upon people, you know, joining, not everybody answers it and I still let them in. But for the ones who do, a lot of it is, I say, what challenges are you facing in midlife? The number one is not menopause, not hormones. Not not their fat stomach, which I have one too, but is stuck. That's the number one challenge. The number two is feeling like life is passing them by. Number three is what's next. Number four is finding my purpose. You know, and 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 feeling dejected because I put on their challenge. So this is areas that they're challenged mm -hmm. in. Because there are probably more years behind us than in front of us. And what are you going to do with the rest of those years? I personally want to live my years like Cicely Tyson did, who was working two or three days before she right. died. She was. she was doing interviews, y'all. Yeah. And then she passed. That's how I want to go out. 96 years old, still working, still of sound mind, still fly, still right. being invited to different things. Still being honored and treasured and celebrated. That's what I'm talking about. So we can't say that it can't happen because we just saw a fine example of that. So we can't say, well, old people do this. No, they don't. If that's what you want to do, that's how you're going to go Absolutely. out. But you don't have to. And so I know my dad used to say he, he didn't want to retire because once you retire, you, you die. You die. You do, whether it's a whether it's a spiritual death, whether it's a physical death, you know, whether you feel like life is useless, then you get depressed. Yes, you do. I do believe that you got to do something, maybe not your job job, but you better be out there pruning or cutting grass or, you know, planting stuff, right. something Absolutely. to keep you getting up Absolutely. in the morning. All right. So because giving up is not an option like absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> not an option not um y'all who are millennials listening go follow miss linda 
anybody over 50 who you're struggling with um, reinventing yourself or just walking in your purpose and who you are and what you know you're destined to be um, for whatever the reason is, where can they find you, Miss Linda? They can find me at Linda S like Susan Husser dot com. Uh, Instagram, Linda S Husser. Bodacious Black Women Over 50 Facebook group. What else I got going on? Those are the three. Those are the three. Um, Clubhouse, Linda Husser. I have a Bodacious Go Black ahead, Women Linda. Over 50 club now. <laughs> Yes, I'm. I'm doing this thing. I, I want to. I'm, I'm. I'm creating a movement because we shouldn't be tolerated as we move right. up the yeah, ladder of life. We should be That's celebrated. Right. Word. Right. Right. And we shouldn't be feeling invisible. And that's where. But that's that's why it's so important that that mind is right because when you feel good about who you are you're gonna feel good at 50 60 70 80 90 it don't stop and it won't stop so getting that mind right i tell people we beautify our faces you know i'm a huge makeup i, I love it but i'm like what makeup are you putting on your mind what blush are you putting on that baggage that you're carrying you know what Woo! lipstick are you putting on them lies how you beautifying? How are you beautifying your mind? Stop putting. You know, if you're gonna do the eyebrows and all that, that's cool. But what if right. what if there was makeup for the mind? Yes. How powerful is that? And it is. And if you're ready to get some makeup for your mind, then you need to join me in my ten day ignite your midlife mojo masterclass experience. I am Linda. The Bodacious Lifestyle Coach. And I Woo! am. All right. So thank you guys so, so much for tuning in with us. We hope you got all the gems that were dropped here today. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dear Mama Podcast. And we'll see you back here next week. Thank you so thank much, Miss Linda. Thank you, Miss Linda. You're Bye. welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye.